Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode with the DS Silent. Here we are again discussing a part two, and I'm probably going to end up doing a part three of this, um, and maybe more. I'm going to start judging bands because I'm at the good and tender age where I can do that sort of thing. I can judge a band. No, I'm not elitist, but I have shed the many blood, sweat, and spent hard-earned cash to see many of heavy metal bands play and to become one with the metal scene. And now I can cast judgment based on what I see, who's faking the flavor, who's out there in it for a quick... uh, a quick cash grab who's not actually bringing it and who's you know who's just in it for for the shits and giggles and as I can cast my opinions now in bands and now that I have enough money to do whatever it is I want to do in life including buy merch or night bomb merch, or listen to you know my precious time, uh, you know going to concerts and whatnot. I can pick and choose because I don't really need to see bands. Bands need to see me. That's what the fuck I feel. Um, I don't need to see bands. I don't need to listen to the music. Bands need me to see them. They need me to listen to their music. It's not the other way around. Um. But moving on from that, let's get into this. Can your favorite singer of a band, Mosh, can they step up to the plate? They, you know, I'm in the heavy metal area, and there's other areas I want to tap into because I know some rappers, um, while physically able to, I don't know if they could. I think some rappers are sort of soft. And mosh pits happen there. You Travis Scott. I don't know Travis Scott would mosh at all. Um, but just put that out there. Probably give him a, probably a three out of a ten. I think he'd be too cool to, and he wouldn't. I don't really know Travis Scott as a fighter. You know. Let me just throw that out there. But, you know, in more specifically, the heavy metal uh, area. You know. A lot of these bands, they want people mosh. They want people active. They don't want to, you know, they want to make heavy songs. And obviously, the fans are what turn the show into fucking something boring to something amazing. And calling on a wall of death and calling on a circle pit and everybody get up and jump and do this and do that and bang your head and everybody grab somebody, pick them up. I don't know how many bands do that. I mean, it's kind of redundant. You know, you shouldn't have to, but I mean, I guess you want somebody to move your fucking ass if you stage dive. How many, what do you think? We've already covered like six or seven singers, but there's thousands of singers to judge. Oh, there's thousands of singers to judge. And I got a whole list of people I never got to. Um, And I did about five more. So we'll see how many we get to. But let's get this episode started. Before I start bringing people in, before I re-go over, you know, some of these, because my opinion is going to change. 
and you shouldn't be hold. Well, some things you, I hold dear. Like I'm never. It's always gonna be fuck God, fuck government as well. That's about the base core of my beliefs. But some my opinions do change on some things. You know, I mean, if a band member, front man wants to show me that they can get down to their own music and fucking hammer people. You know, and I don't want to see just you get in the pit and like you're jumping around for like three seconds and dip. No, no, no. Give me the full tour of what you can do. If a singer out there eventually finds us and takes offense, show me. Prove it. I mean, I hope you take offense. The heavy metal, heavy metal artist and heavy metal. You know, in general, needs to kick swift in the nuts because we're being a bunch of fucking softies out here, man. I'm telling you, it's a nine-day difference between the rap stars and the rock stars now. Um, and we're on the losing end. But without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, I kind of left off. But let's start off with Tim Lambesis. I hope I'm not. Lambesis of As I Lay Dying. What do we know about the man? He's 41 years old. He hails out of sunny Southern California, San Diego uh, area. It says he's 6'2 and 231. His stats, I guess, were easier to get because of the prison sentence he's had. And apparently the man is a fan of steroids. Or I don't know if steroids or what he was taking. That drove him to want to attempt to hire a hitman to murder his then pregnant wife. Um, ultimately, that was foiled by the cops. He did time. Whatever. It was a failed um, attempt for murder for hire. Um, maybe he's a changed man. Maybe he's not. I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. I don't like the band enough to want to to be effect, for it to affect me that much. I mean... I have seen that I've seen as they name probably five times and of all five times never once did I want to say wow I want to become an as I lay dying fan they were kind of more in them they weren't in my they weren't heavy enough for me personally and it's no offense to uh as I lay dying I didn't know for a while either that they were a Christian band which I don't know how much of the Christian values family values there ever was it was kind of a shock to me that I found out they were a Christian band because they were not attached to Face Down Records or they were not attached to you know the Christian metalcore scene and after the events of again I don't blame the man for quitting his religion because I believe religion is bullshit and it has kept the world down instead of up you know, I don't blame the man for faking the flavor for a number of years if he had turned his back on religion. You know, the band was already well established, like from the drop. Um, but anyways, you know, regardless to the man's personal life, what do we know about as I lay dying? You know, again, he's six foot two, 231 pounds. The man is buff, and he always was buff. Uh, and he's just big and if you you know he's huge uh, I, you know he works out um, 
confined he, you know with some songs is confined through through struggle my own grave you know the list goes on i've i've liked a number of their songs throughout the years but i mean i just never really sat down cared enough about as i lay dying to want to get into them um but they're not that super heavy and for as big as he is and i've got to assume if you're working out like that and you're staying buff and you're doing steroids you're not drinking much i mean maybe you could be an alcoholic but i don't you're not you're definitely not eating and it's not i don't really know if he's shooting cocaine or or heroin or dropping crazy pills like narcos and viking i don't think so even if he was even if he had neck injuries i don't think he became pill popper so you even though he's not a straight edge and maybe but maybe he carried himself sort of straight edge ish for a while I, I'm gonna go ahead and give him a 7 out of a 10 possibly an 8 an 8 really depends on how you feel about steroid usage and but I don't even know if he did steroids that much I think he blamed uh, his actions for wanting to kill his then again pregnant wife at the time on steroid use and that he was causing him uh, roid rage. I, 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 on the one hand, I hear steroids pump them full, give you these mad energy, but then there's a crash. But then again, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I don't do steroids. I don't really know anybody who does. Uh, you see the workout people do it, and they doing crazy workouts. And he's on stage, and he's head banging and jumping up and down the stage. So you would assume. The man has all the physical abilities to do it. Uh, six foot two, he's towering over motherfuckers. Two thirty one, he's not getting. I mean, it, again, it just really depends on what you feel about the roids. He could possibly even be a nine. But I then again, I don't know much about. It. There's a lot of cloudy. It's a gray area between the the roids and whether or not there was ever a point in the time when that band was partying and I mean when they were partying I mean like alcohol and drugs but being labeled as a Christian band for a little bit and then ultimately switching gears I don't really know if that really depends I mean maybe he's an alcoholic now so there, there's a gray area there but I'm going to say overwhelmingly yes probably going to go more leaning towards more like the 7.9 almost 8 but I don't know about it quite exactly if I'm giving him 8 but I mean if you if you maybe he doesn't do roids, maybe he doesn't even drink or do drugs. Maybe he got really clean out of prison and now he's I mean the man is still big. The man is definitely big. And for the music they play all all day. This is this is a no-brainer. Tin Lambesis is a, is a no-brainer that he can, definitely can. And I don't even think you want to see him in the pit because he's pushing you the fuck out the way. He's one of them big-bodied motherfuckers that you just don't want to see. Uh, he's got long hair. Uh, you just don't want to see in the pit. You don't. Um, you just don't want to see in the pit, man. He's four, And he's 41, so, I mean, he probably could have marched throughout these last 10 years. Easily, easily. Easily, I give Azalea Dying 10 Lamases uh, uh, probably two thumbs up. I think I made mention to this about my brother. Uh, I was talking to him about it, but I don't really... F 
Yeah, I think he said no, overwhelmingly no. But I think it's this is an overwhelmingly. This is an easy. This was one of the more easier ones, and it wasn't. And it says on the high end. It, like I said, there's just a little gray area about what you feel about certain things. Um, but nonetheless, you can. So, starting off with that, we're gonna start off with the S, and then we're gonna get to. Uh, we're just go to this. Let's go to this one. Dave Peters of Throwdown. Roughly around 40 years old. I uh, can't find any information about the man's personal life. Not his height or weight, but I would say he's comparable to everybody else. He's He's got a little bit of height, so maybe he's like 5'8", 5'10", 5'9". I don't know. Could be 6 feet even. I don't know. Who knows? Weight. He's not overweight. The man... Uh, Throughout the years has looked lean. I think he got into shape for a while there. Um, you know, he hails out of Orange County, California. Um, I'm not sure where, maybe Newport. Uh, and he's giving us some, and usually he's rocking short hair. So I automatically give edge to the short hair crowd because I rock short hair and the long hair isn't really moshable when you have anything longer than shoulder length hair it actually gets in your way so I would say that those knock off overall points um, but let's see could he mosh to uh, forever how about nothing left how about uh, intolerance how about a new world order how about a holy roller any number of Throwdown songs. Uh, Throwdown uh, had some one of the more. What do you call them? What would, what would, what would be the year? The they had some more songs that were in the animosity vein. Like they were just animal songs. It's a lot of animosity behind those. Uh, songs, a lot of crunch, a lot of grit, a lot of grind, and I think Throwdown started as a joke, uh, but then morphed to being something real, and then morphed again into being like, okay, well, this is just a band that just does band things, and now I think Dave Peters literally does everything, and I don't know, you know, what what it would take to get Dave Peters a uh, hire a couple of cats and to go. You know, do some California tour shows once in a while. I don't know what it would get to take him to do that. I mean, obviously the man's got a life. Obviously he does what he does. I mean, who knows what he does? Uh, when you look up the information, there's nothing there. There's literally nothing there. So unless you got his personal number and you're talking to him on the daily, I mean, information is hard to come by by him. Um, but I do know he's a big fan of Del Taco. That I do know. Uh, I believe he's uh, straight edge. If I'm not mistaken, he is. Um, I think Throwdown basically was a straight edge band, and I think throughout the years he's proclaimed his, you know, straight edge lifestyle. Maybe he's not now. Maybe you. I don't want to say he is and he's not. And I don't want to lead everybody on the path that maybe he was this whole time and he just kind of is or wasn't or I don't know. Um, but can he march to his songs? I mean, 
It's very, very hard to get any stats on him. Um, let alone any, any background information. But I've seen the band plenty of times. And do I believe they can do it? Do I believe Dave Peters can do it? For as wild as the band is. And for as fit and as in shape. Um, as he is. And, and perhaps straight edge as he is. And the band is overall straight edge. So I believe the band is straight edge. Most of them are. Or were at one point or another. That's what the band was. I can only give Dave Peters a 6 out of a 10. 60% chance he could get in there with the pit with you. Reasons being. Let me tell you what I feel about the music. If you, if you let me concoct the you know you go back to Haymaker you give me some old throwdown and you start up a pit and there's another singer I don't really know if they would mosh um I kind of feel like he wouldn't although I feel like physically he's able to physically he can all day um but then again I just don't see his type doing it um and and the, and the other thing is his song the songs the throwdown songs were they were heavy there for a minute so it got throwdown up and out of the ground and just onto the mainstream like boom this band is huge now it's fucking throwdown fucking throwdown y'all you know you went to a throwdown show you were in for a good time if you were a a mosh heavy heavy metal fan or whatever you were a fan of uh, you knew you were in for a good fucking time because Throwdown brings the heat. Um, Throwdown probably is one of my more favorite bands uh, alongside Bleeding Through and um, DK Strain. Uh, I just kind of wish that, you know, even I know you know everybody gets, gets moving on with their life. Obviously, these cats are not going to be doing this shit when they're 60 years old. Um, you know, eventually bands... You know, fade out. You know, especially heavy metal bands. But that's not nothing to be ashamed of. You know, I just want kind of. But I just kind of feel like it's probably six out of a ten with Dave Peters, personally. Um, unless he's gonna show me, send me videos there. He uh, is moshing and hard. I want to see him mosh through a full set of Throwdown Hard with other random people. And that's the other thing. I, I, these, a lot of these bands, even the, even on the other episode I did, don't fucking go to a show, and it's your own people's, your own friends, and you know everybody's laughing, having a good time, and protecting each other. No, 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 no. Go solo. Put a fucking pair of sunglasses on. Put on a face mask and mosh. Put on a hoodie so nobody can see who the fuck you really are. And do the damn thing. Let me see it. Because I'm like... I start thinking real negative when I when I start thinking that about a lot of bands. I'm like... I don't know. I don't see it. Not only do I not see it. But I don't feel like they can do it. Um, but moving on from Throwdown. Let's go to another... Let's go to a Deathcore... Who's becoming a deathcore legend? Um, but I don't really know why they're becoming deathcore um, legends. I think deathcore, the deathcore legends, is 
reserved more for Suicide Silence and other bands, especially Mitch Lucker, which I might do one on him, but later on. Uh, but Phil Bozeman of Whitechapel. They say he's 36 years old, hailing out of Knoxville. Where the fuck Knoxville's at? Tennessee. Uh, they say he's 5'7", height, and weight is unknown. Nobody knows Nobody knows these motherfuckers' weights. Uh, not that I do care, but I think when you start, when you get an accurate number, like Tim Lambus is 231, you know, height 6'2", you start getting like, um, wow, like that's big. He's big. It's a big boy. But Phil Bozeman is allegedly 5'7". Uh, he's got skinny to shorter hair. He, you feel Bozeman's interesting because he comes out kind of fully dressed to the gills and button-up shirts, jeans. He doesn't fit the prototypical death cord look. He kind of actually looks like he would sell you uh, something at Best Buy sometimes. Um, <laughs> but the man's, the man's bad. Uh, I was in love with Whitechapel for a long time up until recently. You know, past, uh, I don't know, Possession, then they had another one. Maybe the Section 8, I think that's where I dropped off, kind of fell off, and, you know, I just haven't really listened to him since. Uh, but back in This Is Exile era, you know, Viser, uh, Exciser, This Is, uh, or Possession, This Is Exile, uh, Messiah Bolical. You know, that era, you know, I can't think of that song that I loved off the... Let me let me go run and find it real quick because it's going to bug me if I don't. Let me see. But yeah, back in those days, I was... I was into Whitechapel. I was like, yes, this is a band that you can get behind. Uh, now with this shit that they're producing now, I just kind of not... Into it. A new era of corruption. I think it's unnerving. Yeah, unnerving is a is a jam. Unnerving is a fucking jam. I wish they had just made a whole album of songs of unnerving. Um, but Phil Bozeman being a deathcore legend is the title a little bit premature. Is it is it even warranted? Hmm. I don't know, but he's again. He's thirty-six year old. I don't think they're straight edge. I think he's party, but I don't think they party hard. Uh, you can kind of tell the bands that party hard. The singers look disheveled, and Phil Phil Bozeman is never really disheveled looking. You just got a clean cut. Well, and that's kind of odd. He's kind of not your prototypical uh, heavy metal look. He's kind of a little bit kept up. So I want to say. That adds to his, you know, his score total. But does it add enough? What do I got to have? I got a 7 out of a 10. 7 out of a 10 here. And I'll tell you why. First and foremost, Knoxville, Tennessee is a hot area. That's kind of... And the music they play and the way he dresses, you would assume so, uh... Because it gets hot as fuck on stage and he does not lose a beat. And this is a band I've seen a number of times live personally. Uh, probably like 
seven or eight times and I'm like okay the energy is there and he don't look gassed on stage huffing and puffing for breath uh, there is bands where you see the guys taking like a full five minute break in between sets and they're like oh give it up for this band and you, and you can see the bands get tired and I'm not and that's not to say that the bands are out of shape but that's not a Whitechapel setup and again He's in. He looks like incredible shape. I, again, I don't know if there's a, if there's video of him without a shirt, but to be fully clothed in hot clubs, I mean, and dressed to the gills, yes. I, I'm gonna say it's yes, especially since their newer music I think has kind of mellowed out and it just turned into more metal core instead of a instead of a true deathcore band now they're a true metalcore band and I think that's kind of lends itself you know if all you're gonna do is an occasional uh wall bash but mostly circle pit now yeah I think it's a yes I think he's a yes because and then his also his age he's fairly young now um and when they, and the band was at its I think at its peak years ago he was much more better shape. So I think it's a yes. I think Phil Bozeman is a yes. Unless I'm reading wrong. I'm say, no, I got it. At, I got it in my 7 out of a 10. Um, yeah. Yeah, I stand by that. I think so. I think so. Definitely. Uh, I think so. I think it's, you got a 70% chance you could. And that's Phil Bozeman. I think... Uh, you know, but what else do we know about the band? I mean, he again. I think early in their career, they they were death. Maybe that drags him down from being higher than a seven. I don't think it's. I don't think he goes more than like seven point five. I don't. I see. It depends on what era of Whitechapel you're talking about. But this newer Whitechapel, I think so. And I don't even listen to it. Uh, the newer Whitechapel, I have. I've taken a couple of like minute listens to some stuff and I just immediately turn down and I'm like no this is not what uh, I signed up for back in the day and I know a lot of bands say well you know if you're a true fan of the band like hey motherfucker if you were a true metalhead you would have found a way to fig- figure out how to gain more of an audience without uh, bringing in fucking unless you're doing it from the beginning bringing in fucking uh, singing or, or without changing or becoming a gimmick, you figure it out. Um, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It's just I hate when bands do that. They're like, okay, well now we're, we're older, we're more established, we got all these old songs, but we're gonna do like songs that might get us some radio play now, or that we wanted to bring in like a more female audience. Like, no, fuck you. Give me what I signed up for. Give me what I've been fucking coming to all these shows. Don't don't waste my sweat. Don't waste my money, motherfucker. When it comes to my money, don't fucking play with it. But so that's why I kind of feel like... But anyways, I kind of feel like it's a yes because of the overall change of the band and the morphine of the band. Uh, that's Phil Bozeman. And we're going to pause it here because I'm getting close to home now and I kind of want to, you know get comfortable and get home and relax a little bit but we got plenty of other singers to cover i've got i've got chris motionless who i want to cover 
Uh, Brian Garris of Knock Loose. Uh, Dez Fafara from or Fafra, whatever, from Devil Driver slash Cold Chamber. I got Tom Barber. What I do? We've got James Plige from Harm's Way. Uh, Jonathan Davis, Fred Durst, Phil Anselmo, James Hart. We got several more characters coming up and uh and more down the road as we get into it. Cause I'd love I'd love to fucking talk about um and I haven't got there yet, but that uh there's other bands. Mitch Lucker, love to bring him in the mix. Uh you know who else is out there, you know? I would love to discuss Eminem, you know, whether or not Eminem could do it. Uh there, but there's so many bands. I mean there's so fucking many. Uh, the dude from Slayer. Uh, I got you know maybe one of these days I'll I'll fucking start opening up about how I feel about that band now. Um, but there's so many bands. Marilyn Manson. Oh shit. Uh, I mean who else is out there? This fucking the guy from Disturbed. Uh, you know the guys from Mastodon. Uh, Ghost. Behem- the the dudes from Behemoth. Let me see. I mean, there's a, a million bands out there that they look big, bad, and mean out there, and you're kind of you kind of always wonder, like, damn, are they? Do they carry themselves that way in personal life, or do they not? Could they actually fucking get into a pit? Do they actually even go to shows in pit? No, I don't know. What about the dude from Winds of Plague? Um, you know, these are things that. I'm discussing here, so stay tuned. Uh, I'll be right back as I pause here. We'll be right back and we'll get some more artists covered and talked about. Hang tight. Welcome back, everybody. So, we're going to continue on. Get a couple more singers in here. Uh, Maybe do another three or four and wrap this episode up. And obviously, like I said, there's plenty of singers uh, to um, to discuss, and this can be an ongoing thing. If, like I said, if it takes off, I mean, I would like for it to take off. So, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, Brian Garris, let's do Knock Loose. Brian Garris is allegedly again. You gotta take this with a grain of salt. Brian Garris is allegedly. Uh, 28 years old. It's uh, from Kentucky, or at least the band is anyways. Height is unknown, weight is unknown, but he doesn't look to be too tall, so you gotta say like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, 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 somewhere around there. Obviously, he's not 5'1". Uh, he's not that short. But, you know, like, let's, see him, let's, let's get him a 5'5", 5'6", 5'7", area. Uh, he's got shorterish hair, or mediumish hair. He's got a skinnier-ish build. He doesn't look really, really buff. He's not scrawny, but he's not buff by any means. He's not a bigger build. He's not no uh, Tim Lambesis or Brandon uh, Brandon S. He's not no um, harm's way type. Uh, but what do we know about Knock Loose? Um, as I have spoken at length in the past, Knock Loose is a wildly they're kind of if I was they're, they're what I want every metal band to uh, strive to be give it to me loud give it to me heavy 
I don't really give a fuck if it's all I want. You know, I I go back to this conversation one time I had with an old buddy of mine's of my mine and my brothers was the acacia strain. You can't really do a concert where every single song is a march song. And I looked him dead in the eyes and said, "That is the best type of show." Uh, don't give me this like lullabies in the middle of the shit. And Knock Loose has no songs where they're singing or they're just really low tempoed. And every band tries it. And I just think that some heavy metal bands get caught up in trying to get like one hit. They do a soft. Not 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 to say that I wouldn't do a soft songs myself. If I was in a band, I, I'd immediately come out with some clean vocals, but it wouldn't be every song. And as my sets go, I would only do clean songs, but sprinkled in between the absolutely devastating beatdown songs. And that's just exactly what Knock Loose is in Brian Garris. Uh, you know, I mean, what, what are we going to say about Brian Garris? Where is he at? Uh, mistakes like Fracture, Billy No Mates, Oblivion's Peak, um, shit, Laugh Tracks. I mean, what other song? Um, oh man, there's uh, Counting Worms. Uh, every single song they have, uh, by the grave, man, um. You know, how many, and now, you know, it's, man, how many heavy songs do they got? They got, they, they, they're they running laps around some of these big heavy metal acts. Laps. And I think it's just so good that they're progressing heavy. I love, I love, um, you know, uh, their latest, um, uh, god damn it, what's this, um, I've not seen up top of my head. Uh, a tear in the fabric of life, uh, which is really, really, in essence, a a whole. Just it's just one big song, uh, but it's like six songs in in the one big song, twenty five minutes long, and it's a great it's a great effort put forth. And obviously, if you watch their their sets, he's a very active character. Uh, the band is very active. Uh, the bassist is an animal too. Um, as far as I'm aware, I don't know if they're straight edge. Um, they may they may be for the most part, but maybe they have beers and stuff on the side. I mean, maybe they don't get drunk. And I, and I I kind of feel. See, that's what if I was a band, yeah, you'd have beers, but I wouldn't get fucked up every night. I think that's that rock star shit that kind of is annoying a little bit. Um, and as far as myself, it's always a good time. It would be women, uh, a little bit of a party, and you know, food, which is typically what you do at your backyard barbecue on the weekends, anyways. Uh, but I'd be having that kind of atmosphere, but it wouldn't be uh, dope and excessive drinking and fucking. I don't know why people thought it was funny to like tear up a whole uh, hotel room. That's kind of dumb, but whatever's. Not gonna judge past rock stars on fucking some dumb shit they did 
30 years ago. Um, but yeah, so what So what else about Brian Garrison do we know? Uh, again, uh, he's, very, he's a very popular character. He's, he's got some fresh, clean vocals that haven't been heard in the metalcore scene in a minute or even the hardcore scene or any scene in a minute. Uh, but can he mosh? Can he mosh to his set? My, I myself personally have moshed to Knock Loose. Um, I pay I pay very much attention to him. And I want to say, without a shadow of a doubt, that I probably rank him at like a 4 out of a 10. Without a shadow of a doubt. It's almost... I think he could two-step and perhaps do one or two laps and but he's out Brian Garris of Knock Loose cannot mosh to his own band and I think I think the band knows I think everybody in the world knows it I just don't see it put him in the pit in a fucking a hot and that's the other thing they're, they're gonna be uh, stay true to the scene true to the core and continually play these hot ass fuck hot as fuck venues with no AC yeah he's not fucking and putting the beat down on anybody, uh, especially for his size. Obviously, he can. Phys- most of the band members can physically do it, but it's whether or not you know they can actually, actually do it. And I want to say no. Excuse me. Honestly, Brian Garrison, no. And that, but that's more specifically based off of how rambunction, how rambunctious the crowds are for them and mixed in with how rambunctious the band's overall heavy vibe is without a shadow of a doubt the band is absolutely rambunctious and the crowd actually feeds off of it and I you know my myself I have wrecked their pits a number a handful of times and uh, it's no it's no skate in the park even for me which is one thing that attracts me to them it, it re- you really gotta be Honed in and and tuned up and tuned in. You can't fucking do these mosh. You can't not especially to this band and a number of handful of other bands um, that are out there. You just can't mosh unless you're fully prepared to fucking break your face. And just and that that's the separating factor of the bands that I like to just your normal everyday band. Some bands actually want to rip your fucking face off. Out of show, and then they back it up, and and you know that's a that's a cool ass fucking vibe. But some of the front most some of the front men that are involved in those bands, the Acacia Strain, uh, Knock Loose, and now you know Old Emir. I mean, I don't really know. And Emir is another band I want to get into, but I haven't got to yet. But I want to say without a shadow of doubt, I'd probably give him like a 40% chance. Brian Garrison knock loose. But I don't see it much higher than that. Especially you you bring out some heavy hitting motherfuckers from literally anywhere. I, you know, I just think it's a no-go for him. Uh, again, that's not, a, that's, not, that's not to say that I don't think he's a tough guy or he's not cool or he couldn't do it. I just don't think his music... I, I mean, he probably marched to moment, um, moments. Maybe even, um, you know, some other random band. I actually see him more as kind of like a stage diver slash a two-stepper. And 
That's about it. But that's about it. I just, I just know that that's not his cup of tea. And for as heavy as his band is, I know it's, you know, it's just not conducive to him at all. And I, I just kind of feel like, you know, he he wouldn't last in his own pits. I mean, <laughs> as much as I love the band, I, I just don't see him lasting in his own pits. Um, <laughs> but moving on from him, let's get to Chris Motionless. Motionless in white. Uh, again, Chris Motionless. I don't know his exact real name, but that's what he goes by. Uh, 34 years old. He's out of Pennsylvania. His height, 6 feet 1. He's a tall motherfucker, eh? Plus, with the uh, Asian chills, that my motherfucker might be 7 feet. Or he might actually be like 6'10 with fucking... I don't even think he needs to wear uh, uh, boots on stage, but yet again, he does. So he's a towering figure. He's a towering human body. Uh, one of the tallest people on here. Uh, you got some singers clocking in 6'1", 6'1", 6'2". But not much taller than that. And nobody is 6'6", that I know of on this list. Um, but yeah, Chris Motion is 6'1". Weight is unknown, but I want to say he's probably a little bit less heavy than Tim Lammas is. So maybe he's like 180. Uh, well, Tim Lammas is... Got, yeah, it's maybe Chris Motion is like 170, 180, 190, 200 maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He's, the man looks like he's in good shape. Does not look like he's got a belly. He, there's no fat under his chin. Uh, his arms, that like you see, there's no flap to it. Nothing. I mean, the man's in incredible shape. Uh, I don't know if the band... I highly doubt the band is straight edge. So, and with the music style they play, you would assume that he's not... Um, he's from Pennsylvania. I don't know where fucking Pennsylvania's at. But Pennsylvania. Uh, what else do we know about him? He's got mediums to longerish hair on occasion. Uh, they play a variety of styles of music, which in- intrigue even me. It goes all the way from new metal to metalcore to death metal. To horror core, to uh, they go from everywhere. The, the band covers a lot of ground in a little time. Uh, on any given album, you get flavors from fucking like like seven different flavors, and that's what actually I think makes the band really good. Because I found that they had, and I always assumed before I actually started listening to them that they were just like this random wacky ass band that like um and i hate to use names but let's go with uh dance gavin dance or i see stars i thought they were just another one of those bands with a different gimmick uh it wasn't until i was like well they actually have some outright dastardly heavy brutal songs and and then they do it with the taste of like obviously they're in the vein of Marilyn manson and corn but but also with the uh you sprinkle in you sprinkle it it's just like if you sprinkled a little bit of corn a little bit of Manson, a little bit of Pantera, and a little bit of fucking uh, breakdowns, and you got yourself what some would resemble is motionless and white. So that's what they bring to the table. But what else do they bring to the table? They bring such 
fucking anthems as The Ladder, Puppets, Eternally Yours, uh, Rats, uh, and as far as uh, scoring the soundtrack to the end of the earth or whatever the fuck the name of the... There is a couple of good beat down songs in there too that I was like, wow, that's really good. Uh, Reincarnate. Uh, they have a they have a lot of heavy songs. They have a lot of non-heavy songs. Um, but can he actually march to the songs? And I want to say I want to start by saying this: you have to. This band is very hard. Chris Motion is very hard. It was very hard to give him a grade on anything because I've seen them live and they do play heavy songs, but then they play like. Three or two or three songs that are just not heavy, and this is this is altering his grade a lot. Regardless of his personal lifestyle, I don't know if he, I don't know if he works out. He's very tall; he's six one. Uh, I don't know if he works out, but he is in a band. He does. All, he's got a whole uh, get up with the goth fucking attire. It's a lot of leather clothing. It's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of uh, nail polish. It's a lot of gear, and th- and that's one thing that's also affecting his grade too. Because I feel like to get up and put all that shit on instead of just putting on a shirt and jeans or a shirt and cargo shorts, like a lot of heavy metal bands do, and underwears and socks and like um, Nike Cortezes or fucking uh, your Basics or New Balances. Where you're designed to play in comfort This motherfucker Chris Motionless He's designed to not be playing shows comfortably As a matter of fact it's a fu- Just like Slipknot it's Probably some of the most uncomfortable Attire you could possibly wear as a band Frontman or even a member and, they're me- and the other members of the band are the same thing So that automatically Boosts him up uh, And then the music Automatically boosts him up Because not every song is heavy so you pull Chris Motionless out of the singing duties for the day. You put somebody else up there. And you break off a set of The Ladder, Eternally Yours, Rats, you know, and some of these other various songs. And, and again, that I think in, with his height and his probably, he probably takes care of himself. I, I'm going to give him a yes. I'm probably going to give him... A seven out of a ten. Uh, I'll give him maybe a seventy-five, seven point five, not quite eight. But this, but this again, that's a, a lot of it is affected because of his music, his music in general. So you're, there's a chime, and I think everybody's there's a chance to catch your breath during their set. There's just straight head banging parts. Um, there's parts where I'm like, I feel like. Um, you know, he could do it. He's very tall, and I believe he can. I believe he could mosh. And I think actually, if you've seen him coming, you probably want to get out of his way because of how tall he is. I'm personally not afraid of six feet plus guys because I'm a bigger individual, and it takes a lot more than somebody with more height and arm reach to move me. Let alone, I'm deceivingly. I have a lot of stamina as far as my cardio goes. Um, I've marched for many years, so I'm not, I am not afraid. However, if you're 5'5 and weigh 
130 and Motionless and White is your favorite band. Seeing Chris Motionless come at you with the full head of steam, uh, you might move the fuck out the way. And that's why I kind of give it. There's a, there's a couple of factors leading into why I believe he can. His height. Uh, you got to give his fucking stage presence uh, an A plus because of all his get up he gets going on with that. And, you know he's not such a big band to where he's playing stadium tours where he's he's living in the lap of luxury and you know being given Fiji waters ice cold chill to sixty two degrees with uh I mean the I mean the motherfuckers out there in the trenches like everybody else playing these shows and there's not no AC he was on Warp Tour you know these festivals that he's part of hot as fuck during the summer and to get out there uh four days a week in, or three days a week and fucking do that and then you know and then you couple that with his songs aren't overtly some of them are overtly heavy and I think that's where to me the band kills it uh, but they do mix in a lot of non-overtly heavy songs a lot of more just kind of like metal-ish songs new metal-ish in a sense um, and so I, I just I can see him as a yes and that's such a, uh, a sharp contrast between his style of music and Brian Garris' style of music who happens to be featured on the new Motionless White album it's such a sharp contrast between the two bands and such a sharp contrast of what I see between the two bands of their front men moshing or being able to or in handling it um that is just unbelievable to me like damn like and I think the man is actually way taller than Brian Garrett he's probably five to six inches taller than him so I mean just by visually looking even at pictures so yes I definitely give Chris Motionless uh I would almost say an eight the only thing I don't the only the only thing that's stopping a lot of these bands from getting nice I don't know how much of a party partier he is or isn't? Uh, there's not enough info there. But if it, if it, if I ever have one day find out that he's straight edge, so you probably go to a solid eight then. If I find out that he works out and he bench presses like 250, and he's rocking like some crazy um, shirtless physique, like you know, ripped as a motherfucker, might even go up to a nine, as probably one of the only ones who could like I want to say an 8 8 or 9 just, but I, I feel like if the band is smoking a lot of weed or drinking here and there a lot of that a lot of that brings down some of these bands and some of the straight edge bands that do exist I mean it's just like you know like are there front men in physical enough shape to to warrant it you know, Brandon, yes, because it was like a seven. But I, I kind of feel like he's overtly buff, not enough running. We, you know, but whatever. You know, whatever. We're not not judging. But he's a high. He's again. He's high on my list. Uh, how again, Howard Jones? If I if I could find out if Howard Jones was straight edge, uh, if I would find out that he works out uh, vigorously and he eats clean, and that. You know, and there's and you can prove it to me that he staged eyes off the crowd and just absolutely beats people down. You know, again, he's another one probably be Howard Jones though is is a solid eight because that man is a beast. 
a beast body. Um, but yeah, so that's why I give Chris much this. I'm gonna say it's somewhere in the seven to eight range. More, I'm more confident at a seven. Uh, but it could go up. It, it, if I find out again that he's and he may be vegan too. I mean, I don't know. But I kind of feel like if those, if you factor that in, being straight edge vegan, working out, and in the way, he could go all the way up to like eight and a half, almost a nine out of ten. But that has a lot to do with also his style of music. Um, moving on from those two, let's get to another one of my favorite bands, uh, Mr. Dez of Devil Driver. Been a big fan of uh, Dez. Dez F, because I butchered his last name. I think it's Fafara or Fafara. I'm not sure. Whatever. But the motherfucker's old. They say he's 56. Uh, hailing out of Santa Barbara, Beach City. No, that's not that's not true. Santa Barbara's not Beach City. Santa Barbara's lit. Uh, very nice. Very, I have done several trips to Santa Barbara. As a matter of fact, I was just there recently up at uh, Chumash Casino. Uh, shout out to Chumash Casino uh, for having us the day in Solvang uh, with the Abushkiver, uh dessert treats uh, Chumash Casino we won a little bit of money we had an excellent dinner at the Willows uh, shameless fucking plugs there Solvang too you can't go wrong in the little uh, Danish town that resides in Solvang I, I love the whole vibe of the city uh, I wish they would expand on the vibe of it a little bit I think they need a little bit more to the town um, they need to build a little bit more things. They need to be a little bit more uh, shops and a little bit more. I, I haven't been there, and I would really want to see the nightlife. I I do need to see a couple of the Danish bars. Is what I need to see. But moving on from that, uh, one Mr. Des F from Devil Driver or Cold Chamber, raining, inhaling out of Santa Barbara, which I think he's now. I I don't. I think he's still in California. I don't know. Uh, they're saying he's 5'7 online. You can look this info up on Google. Uh, I don't really know if that's his true height or not. Weight is unknown. And he's got, I think, old cold chamber. He had short hair and then he went to like, he's got really long hair now. Um, I know the man smokes a lot of weed. I think he's a straight up, he's not a straight up pothead, but I think he does smoke weed. Uh, frequently um, but what do we know about him so the band has been he's been in music for a long time uh, he's one of my more favorite singers in the genres of heavy metal I've been a fan ever since Cold Chamber Days I followed him to Devil Driver and I thought that was a that was a, an amazing fucking uh, a knockout fucking uh, 100% fucking transition to go from a new metal band and having issues there, having problems there to straight up a metal band. And I and I, I always loved uh, Cold Chamber's more heavier songs. Um, you know, Loco. Uh, my frustration, El Kukui, um 
Ah, I can't fucking think of the song off the top. Let me go look at it real quick. But I, I loved, I loved me some Cold Chamber, you know. Back in the day, that was probably they were probably one of my and they had an awesome symbol. I think it's Feed My Dreams. Yes, Feed My Dreams is one of their. Those are some of their best songs that they that they made, man. Feed My Dreams was a classic here for me. It's a straight up the vibe that I've felt that the band should have been striving for. Um, and then the band abruptly kind of sort of ended, and he popped up with a new band. Um, I don't know the politics of what's going. On. I think he had they, he was fighting with a lot of the band members. Uh, a lot of moving pieces there. You know, Cold Chambers kind of. You know, maybe the new metal thing died and he wanted to go to metal and maybe it just wasn't working for him. He had he needed some new beginnings, uh, but he moves on to Devil Driver and he comes out with an instant classic. Um, I think it's Devil Driver, Devil Driver. This is the first time, but, you know, Meet the Wretched, Grin Fucked, uh, Before the Hangman's News, Monsters of the Deep, uh, The Devil's Son. Oof, there was a shitload of... Of songs on I Could Care Less you know there is a shitload of good songs on those first couple albums I have since tapered off of listening to the band so much um but with all that said you know I guess the the question really becomes can can Des march to his own music but what do we know about this band I think the band is a hyper metal band. I don't think he really. I think he's mentioned it a lot. He don't give a fuck about hardcore. He don't give a fuck about this or that. And he wants people to run around in a circle, circle pit to his songs, which is fine. Um, you know, if everybody wants to be in a hardcore metalcore band, he wants to be just a metal band. You gotta respect him for that because I mean, he chose to be out of the out of the grain he chose to be you know not follow suit a lot of young kids coming up um I don't know what his thoughts are on touring with like a Lamb of God who actually has hardcore uh roots uh Killswitch Engage who also has hardcore roots Unearthed who's also got hardcore roots I don't really think he really hates the music more so as maybe he just doesn't feel a part of and that's probably because of his age. He's older. You know, I, he's about 20 years older than me. Uh, and maybe it's just, you know, just one of those things, you know. Like a lot of old school rappers don't really know and don't really care for this young generation of quote unquote mumble rap or just like kind of sloppy rapping. Um, you know. But then again, they kind of know each other, but they're not going to dog each other. But, you know, who knows? You know, I know J. Cole, you know, there's just some things, you know, just just something, you know. So can, can he march? Can he march to meet the wretched before the hangman's noose? Uh, can he do it? Can he do the thing? I'm, uh, again, I think he smokes a lot of weed. Uh, the music is fast, fast paced. And if you're not, I'm going to just come out and say, I probably give him like, I, I'm going to give him right out of five, 50, 50, 
Because if he's going to play fast songs, uh, especially an old Devil Driver set, and a lot of the songs are fast, fast moving, um, if for four to five minutes, not a lot of people can do it. So I don't think so. Including myself. I mean, if you have to fucking run and be hyped every song, it's a little challenge. I'd probably take a break myself, a song or two or three, and just watch the songs I really, really want to watch to. That's not to say he can't do it or the man's out of shape or this or that, but he is older. I'm almost... I'm almost certain he smokes weed a lot. That doesn't have nothing to do. I don't got nothing against weed smokers. Um, but I kind of feel like that is that weighs uh, it down. The long hair weighs it down because I feel like the long hair dudes just don't have that aerodynamic. It's going to be hot with all that hair. Um, and then, I mean, it's just a straight run. I mean, if they have more chunky songs, I would say that probably. You know, but they they continually stay with these faster, you know, up tempo songs, and I just I just I only give it like a fifty percent chance, man. I mean, it's it's just what it is. Like very very, it'd be very for a normal person, very very hard. Let alone if you pull him out of his own band and you put him into a a crowd at an Ozfest. I don't know if he goes hard in the paint for his own band or for his own music the whole set. It's just I don't see it. Um, Again, yes. Two songs, of course. Uh, A 40-minute set where they're headlining in a hot-ass fucking venue. Mm -hmm. Not seeing it. Not seeing it. But, I, I mean, he's not the lowest rated one. You know, we did Danny Field. It's probably lower. Um, and there's other lower ones that I've got coming up. But I'm going to give him a 5 out of a 10. Definitely give him a 5. I'll give him a half. I mean, I mean, maybe a 6. If I were to find out that the man is goes on like 10-mile jogs. If you if you can give me the information, I know he does. I think he does surfing, and you have to be in somewhat physical shape to do that. But surfing is a lot different than, and a lot uh, to me. It's, I I don't know how to surf, so I don't know how physically hard it is. But to swim to get out there, uh, not so hard. I it, I mean, I'm gonna put this out there. If you don't know how to swim, or you struggle with swimming. Or you're afraid of the fucking water. Uh, that that you're just beyond uh, fucked in life. How the fuck are you afraid of something that makes up seventy percent of your body? That pff, fucking dumb as fuck. Secondly, uh, most people are buoyant. Or I actually think humans are buoyant in general. Even when you die, your body fucking floats up. You barely. You, Motherfuckers have to be fucking uh, weighed down for their body to go down. Most people are buoyant. The body is fighting to come up. So that's that. 
but you do have to be in somewhat physical shape because if you don't fucking know how to swim or you get caught out in the riptide, uh, you could fucking drown, obviously. But, I mean, to me, swimming is actually a luxury physical activity. If you just say, hey, we're going to exercise by swimming, I don't really feel as if you're really exercising. You're just kind of... Um, playing the part, kind of. But he does surfing, so and he's got incredible balance. So perhaps he's got some core strength to him. Uh, but as fast as fast as the band is, so what's weighing him down is to me is his long hair is gonna get hot, overheated, and being a beach a beach city dude, and a surfer uh, overheating, and he's fucking Ozfest pits where there's fucking water scarce, and beer could be flowing. Uh, yeah, this is it's a little much. It's a, it's a different animal. Uh, and then to be running in circles for thirty minutes, pushing people, and getting pushed. I don't see it. I don't see it. But it's but not a lot of people can do it. Um, and that's just what it comes down to. Uh, perhaps if he had other songs, if he had some cold chamber songs. If you take him in his cold chamber days, it's probably he probably goes from a five out of a ten to probably like a seven out of ten, maybe even an eight because cold chamber was never overtly heavy. There were more of the of the motionless and white. And if you were to tell me that yes, he's a surfer, he's got six pack abs, or even not, he's just a well taken care of dude, doesn't eat fast food every day and doesn't get drunk that often, smokes some, he'd probably be a solid eight. But as far as his band, Devil Driver, no. He's got to go, I'm knocking him down to a, four, a five. Uh, and with that, probably going to end this episode. So we covered like six singers. And I probably got another, let's see, one. I got like six more. So we're going to do a part three soon. And what I mean, we're going to do a part three. Uh, I'm going to finish off all these singers I have. Uh, again, I'm probably going to come back to some of these singers at some point in time. And I'm always up to change my my opinion on some of these singers. So, you know, so who do we cover? This, this We covered Phil Bozeman, Dave Peters, Tim Lambesis, uh, Brian Garris, Chris Motionless. And Des, uh, it's a uh, good six people to talk about. Uh, but can some of them march? No. Can some of them march? Yes. Really depends on the style of music. Uh, this could all change as much as I end this episode here. If you put... Some of the other bands... It, I, I'm, I'm a universal monster. I monster to other people's music. So I, I can tell you different bands that I grade myself as to what pits are crazier. Obviously got a sense of that here. But what I'm really trying to say is I think some bands... Like Chris Motionless probably goes down. If a lot of the singers go down. I don't know how many singers could actually pit to Old Hate Breed. And, that, and Jamie Jass is rated low too Before that reason I don't really know Very many singers That would Step up to the plate Just based off of what I see Off of YouTube And what I have seen Live in concert I just don't see it 
so everybody would be ready to load if they were to go and try to march to the Perseverance era uh, or Rise of Brutality era. That's just a a wild animal that it, and that's probably curving the bullet for Jamie Jasta as well. And I, I just know that he wouldn't be able to do it himself either. So it's just one of those things. And again, Bra- uh, Dez, I keep saying Bradley, but Dez, if you put him on a different ticket, perhaps kill switch engage, he probably goes up to a seven. Or if you're basing it off of his old coach, old coach chamber music, probably for sure a seven, if not maybe even an eight. So no, no shade to Dez. I just kind of feel that it's his music isn't really conducive to a lot of singers, and I don't really know of all these singers who is the track runner of the group. Uh, it's hard to say because I, I just feel if you gotta go fucking fast to, uh, I could care less or you know meet the wretched. A lot of these, a lot of these members, band members, and they're not they drink and they. They smoke and they, you know, they're not physically fit or they're overtly physically fit. And if they got to run, you know, they get tired out right away. I know this. I know they're on stage. That's their job. Their their body is used to it, though. But to run around for 30 minutes while people are trying to fucking push you over is just crazy. Uh, and I don't see a lot of people doing that. that that's a credit to uh, Devil Driver's music more so than it is a disc, discredit to... Dez himself, Devil Driver has made some absolute wild music over the years, uh, and I and as much as I like, I love me fucking knock loose in the fucking the grit and the beat down and the fucking chunky heart. I mean, I always be a sucker for, um, you know, certain flavors of music. Devil Driver being one of them, Cold Chamber being another. Um, but with that said, I'm gonna end this episode here. We'll come and do another. Can they mosh? part three to try to wrap up all these singers that I got listed and uh, I'll catch you guys at that time laters